is an expression of regard, admiration, praise or respect. It feels great to receive a compliment. And research shows getting a sincere compliment gives us the same positive boost as receiving cash. Maybe that's why we call it paying a compliment. The health and happiness benefits of the compliment giver are also well documented. So at first glance, 
Compliments really are one of the easiest two-way streets available in terms of spreading happiness around you and increasing our own happiness as well. The more you compliment, the better you feel, according to verywellmind.com. So why aren't we doing it more? Well, welcome to Telling Your Story. My name's Joy, and today we'll be discussing the mental health context of compliments. Um, Thank you very much to Rod for the past hour of her usual excellent choice of music. And we started today with Shalimar and I Can Make You Feel Good. But here's another lovely bit of music. It's Annie Lennox and A Thousand Beautiful Things. Every day I write the list of reasons why I still believe they do exist. there with a thousand beautiful things. Well, you're listening to Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio. My name's Joy and thank you so much for joining us this week for our discussion around compliments. 
And we know that feeling valued and appreciated are basic human needs. Appreciation is also the foundation in our relationships, both those with our partners and spouses and with our friends and our colleagues and our neighbours. It's part of what makes us want to cooperate and collaborate with those around us. And if you come to a challenge, knowing that you're appreciated helps you want to work through and overcome that challenge. Compliments help us communicate that appreciation we feel toward one another. Um, A clinical social worker, uh, Berger, says, I would define a compliment as any sort of sincere appreciation of a trait in someone or a behaviour or an appearance. That seems quite uh, comprehensive there. And that makes us feel good. Scientists have found that being paid a compliment actually lights up the same parts of your brain that get activated when you get paid a monetary award. Now, that's uh, quite a, quite an interesting way to look at it, really. Um, I hadn't really thought about it that way before, because, you know, is it really about getting a reward? Is that okay? giving a compliment really is about um, or actually is it is it an opportunity to connect and actually increase this um, you know this sort of empathy between people and therefore I find it a bit strange that uh, the, the, the research compared it to getting paid a monetary award nonetheless this does show just the impact giving and receiving a compliment can have. Uh, other research suggests compliments and praise may actually help us when it comes to learning new motor skills and behaviours. And there was research done around that where um, people were asked to learn a kind of fin- finger-tapping routine. And uh, for one group of people, they were given compliments while they did that. And another group of people weren't given compliments and, and while they were doing it. And it showed that the people who were given, given compliments actually learned the finger tapping routine even better. Now, that might seem inconsequential because in, in, in life, you know, we generally don't, um, you know, need to do finger tapping routines very often. But what it shows is that it improves our ability to learn, not only with our thoughts and our feelings, but also any kind of skill, any kind of routine, any kind of behaviour. Our ability to learn is improved when we are given compliments while we're learning it. And that could have a huge knock-on effect. But unfortunately... Our anxieties about the ways others may perceive our own words can prevent us from giving compliments ourselves. No one, after all, wants to come across maybe as clumsy, patronising or even fawning, which is a, a word that we've, we've used in the past, you know, has some negative associations. So we're going to talk about that. What actually gets in the way of us giving and receiving compliments? Um, But first, here's Leo Sayer with You Make Me Feel Like Dancing. Just 
you say her there with you make me feel like dancing. Well, we kind of established that compliments are perhaps an easy way to, you know, um, give and receive some happiness and increase our happiness. But it's not really quite that simple. And that's what we're going to be looking at now. I mean, our anxieties about the ways other others may perceive um, our own words can prevent us giving compliments, uh, but also um, our anxieties and our vulnerabilities mean that we can find it really difficult to receive compliments. And compliments are the easiest way to make other people, and as a result ourselves, feel better. Um, so says Nicholas Epley, a professor, pre- a professor of behavioural science in the University of Chicago. But when a kind thought comes to mind, people often don't say it. So um, there's a number of uh, studies around psychology and uh, the psychology of compliment giving, receiving. Uh, And this tends to suggest that our fears about the ways our praise will be received are completely unfounded. And by letting go of that awkwardness, we could all enjoy better relationships with our friends, family members and colleagues. Now, that makes it seem quite simple. And and actually, perhaps it is. That doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. So first of all, there's the rule of reciprocity. I'm not going to try saying that again. (laughs) It's only relatively recently that psychologists have paid much attention to our compliments, but the majority of early research <coughs> excuse me, examining their persuasive potential. Uh, in one memorable study from 2010, an associate professor in psychology um, at Mount Royal University in Calgary invited participants to take part in a study of what they called impression formation as the participants filled in a what might be considered a rather dull questionnaire, someone posing as a as a student, a psychology student, would struck up uh, strike up a conversation that involved casually complimenting the participants' clothing, and after a bit more idle chat, um, the student then mentioned that they were handing out flyers about a university careers event and asked the participant whether they would like to take a handful to hand around themselves. And the more people believe that one good turn deserves another, the more likely they are to follow a compliment of a helpful deed, it seems, because the effects of the flattery were dramatic, with 79% of the participants offering to help with the event publicity, compared with only 46% of participants in a control group who had not received the, the compliment. And Grant's most recent study shows that this comes from a sense of, well, I'm going to try and say the word again, reciprocity. <laughs> um, in general, the more people believe that one good turn deserves another, the more likely they are to follow a compliment with a helpful deed. Uh, in English, we often say that we are paying someone a compliment and Grant's research would suggest that we often do consider it to be part of a kind of social, mm, psychological transaction. And the sense of reciprocity may also explain why positive feedback can be such a powerful tool in the workplace. A study by researchers at technology company Intel 
um, along with Duke University, showed that verbal praise was more effective at increasing productivity than cash bonuses. People generally don't realise that something so small could have such a big impact, uh, explains Vanessa Bonds, a professor of social psychology at Cornell University, US, and author of um, You Have More Influence Than You Think. Well, yeah, again, more, more good reason to give compliments. But that doesn't necessarily take away all these kind of uh, emotional vulnerabilities and barriers that we have. And we're, we're going to talk more about that shortly. Um, uh, but here's another bit of music called When I See You Smile by Bad English. Sometimes I wonder how I'd ever make it through through this world without having you I just wouldn't have a clue Cause sometimes it seems like this world's closing in on me And there's no way of breaking free And then I see you reach for me Sometimes I wanna give up, wanna give in I wanna quit the
English there with When I See You Smile. You are listening to Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio. My name's Joy and this week we're talking about compliments and what we're realising is that compliments um, might be one of the uh, sort of easiest ways really to give and receive happiness but that doesn't mean to say we, we don't have some barriers around doing it. Um, now, the reason we're talking about this today is uh, uh, the team were having a conversation at our uh, recent meeting um, about different topics and so on. And uh, we, we started talking about how um, angry people can feel sometimes and the kind of rabbit holes we, we can go down um, when we when we uh, start looking into that. Uh, where we ended up was, um, you know, talking about compliments as a way to maybe help turn that tide. Doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. Uh, and we're going to be talking about some of the challenges that we we have in actually receiving a compliment. So if receiving a compliment makes you uncomfortable, you aren't alone. I have personal experience of that. I spent a long time really not liking receiving compliments. And now I'm a lot more confident. Therefore, I, I tend to, um, you know, receive them better and, you know, say thank you. And, and, and that's that. But there's still some areas I'm uncomfortable about. Um, and I'm certainly not alone because around 70% of people in a survey associated feelings of embarrassment and discomfort with praise. Now, why on earth do we feel this way? Well, actually, it's not just to do with our self-esteem, although that clearly is an issue. It, it starts with the element of surprise. And our body's physiological responses to an unexpected event follow a predictable pattern. We momentarily freeze and we try to find an explanation for what's happening. We shift our perspective and share our experience with others. <clears throat> Often it's hard to reconcile others' positive views of us with our own negative views of ourselves. And this interplay of surprise and self-image can make it harder to process the nice things we hear about ourselves. I mean, how often do we respond to a compliment with saying, oh, this old thing, or, um, okay, it really wasn't anything, I was just doing my job, or, oh, well, it really wasn't uh, me, thanks, but, you know, it was, it was, it was actually it was my pal here, you know, it was, it, it was uh, his hard work, you know, or whatever. <coughs> and while it's hard to change our conditioned responses overnight, like the ones we've just looked at. There are ways uh, that we can help transform our relationship with praise. So there's there's three main ones that we will have a quick look at. Um, I mean, no, it's about the giver, not you, the receiver. Interesting one, that. Because actually, if someone gives you a compliment, what it actually means is that they're the ones that have done the noticing and that are motivated to do the the sharing of that, actually. So no, it's about the giver, not you, the receiver. Yeah, interesting. Two, reframe vulnerability as openness. So we might feel uncomfortable because we're feeling vulnerable 
about someone noticing us and, you know, putting a mini spotlight on us and so on. But actually, let's reframe that, change the thinking around it. So if we realise we're feeling vulnerable and, and uncomfortable when somebody's giving a compliment, think to ourselves, well, actually, that's, that's not a negative thing. It's about me being open, open to what other people are sharing. And three, recognize your learned behaviors because that's what they are. They are learned behaviors. I mean, most of us weren't born feeling uncomfortable about giving and receiving compliments. Something happened along the line. So these are learned behaviors and important to recognize them. Now, we're going to be looking at that a little bit more, but we're going to have more excellent music because that's what we do here on Cam Glen Radio. Uh, so here's the Lemonheads with it. I could, if I could talk, I'd tell you. there with if I could talk I'd tell you um, okay so we were talking about recognizing our learned behaviors when it comes to giving and receiving compliments now there's a, a list of 
a series of questions I found to help us maybe dig deeper into that and explore why compliments may make us feel uncomfortable individually. Um, I won't go through them all. It's quite quite a, a lengthy list, and it's worth maybe just um, you know exploring that further further and sort of googling it if you if you so wish. But I'm going to go through just a couple of these questions because they they encourage us to to think back to well, how did we actually learn to respond in particular ways? So the first question is really about you know what were we were taught. Uh, about the appropriate way to respond to praise, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was just to say thank you, or, or perhaps it was about diverting the compliment with our eyes down, you know, that sort of, um, uh, oh goodness, you know, what's the, what's the demure? <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking of there. I think particularly young girls, way way back a few decades ago, when I when I was a lass. Um, we were taught to be demure and, you know, not necessarily um, keep eye contact and so on. Of course, that's, you know, potentially made it very difficult for us to to have um, good self-esteem and, you know, value ourselves and, you know, positive uh, self-confidence and so on to, to be able to accept praise and compliments and indeed, therefore, to share them. Now, it's not that those responses are wrong. It's just, you know, we need to observe what we individually were taught and therefore how it impacts how we respond today, having grown up perhaps with, with that learning. Um, and how abundant or scarce was praise or acknowledgement in your childhood? If you got an A on a test, would people be excited for you? Or would they ask why you didn't get an A+. Plus? <laughs> And how did that make you feel? How do you think that may impact your experience of recognition as an adult? Um, yeah, a very, very brief anecdote. I'm not really going to go into this, but uh, certainly I was I was aware as I was growing up that my dad uh, sometimes um, would be dismissive of my success. And uh, as an adult, after I'd gone to uni and I got involved with student politics and I became a student association president and um, my, my dad had been there uh, for his, his stepdaughter's graduation and what he told people afterwards that, yes, there was his daughter Joy on the stage as a vice president of the students' association. And I just thought, well, how typical is that? Well, I wasn't a vice president, I was president and for some reason he he just couldn't see that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all these things do have an impact on us and they, they impact on our ability to believe that actually a compliment or a success was, um, you know, something that we deserved. So what were the unspoken rules about recognition in your home when you were growing up? And actually, are you, are you maintaining that? Are you, you keeping those unspoken rules going? Well, one interviewee in a study shared, in my house, if you are not being told you're doing something wrong, you're doing it right. But don't expect to be complimented. Did your family have any unspoken rules around praise and acknowledgement when you were growing up? Perhaps people around you regularly use praise inauthentically. Would people use flattery right before asking for something? Would teachers regularly praise one student to make others feel jealous? 
Would your parents praise people to their faces and then gossip about them after they left? If you ever find that you doubt the authenticity of people's compliments, this may be why. And when someone catches you off guard with a compliment now, what are your most common responses? Do you tend to make jokes? Do you compliment them back? Do you explain why what you did was not actually that good? So a lot of it is about, um, you know, these sort of conditioned responses that we have and the learning that we do. But if we start to... Just be aware of it. It's not necessarily about challenging at all. I mean, that's, it's, it's the, you know, maybe the way we were brought up is, is the way we were brought up, you know, and it's not about going back and changing all that. We can't. It's about what we do now. Can we begin to let ourselves feel gratitude? And just as any other behaviour change, learning to take a compliment well starts with that self-awareness, a process we've already started by <clears throat> looking at these questions and now we're aware of those questions, maybe it will spark off something uh, that will allow you to, to be more aware of why you respond the way you do and uh, your thought patterns and, and so on. And the more aware we become of that, the more liberated we feel in being able to transform them. Well, I'll leave you for a few minutes reflecting on that. We'll have another bit of music. Uh, this is Take That and Windows. I've been through Place my hope with sadness From waking up the hardest And every day felt the longest All blessings were unwanted Constantly haunted Then you opened up
new track there from Take That. That was Windows. Okay, so we were talking about compliments and um, where we got to there with the the conversation was um, about how we were brought up and maybe the sort of learned behaviours we have around it. And that can be why maybe we, we find it difficult to... Uh, to give or receive um, compliments. And, of course, we, we saw some figures there that about 70% of us find it really quite uncomfortable to accept a compliment. And, you know, as, as, mu- as much as I don't have figures here of how it might have been in the past, <coughs> I would be quite curious, if I can stop coughing, <coughs> I would be quite curious to know how it has changed um, over the years and over the decades. And I think it's important, really, when we're talking about compliments, that we realise it links with gratitude. Now, we've talked quite a lot over the um, over the years and telling your story about the importance of gratitude and developing that attitude of gratitude, if you like, and, and not necessarily being, um, you know, only being grateful for the big things that happen, but actually those very small moments, the small compliments, the small things that we have um, that that really make make life uh, on you know on a day to day basis not not just the fact that we maybe achieve a goal that we've been working towards, but just the little things and the the people around us and if we connect more with that and start to feel uh, appreciative uh, that that's you know in our life then it becomes easier to compliment it or to compliment the person um, that you you appreciate. Uh, compliments can also be used for diffusing difficult situations. So perhaps there's tension around a particular situation, either between people or, or um, because of a disagreement or whatever. And, and adding in um, and encouraging some compliments in that situation um, can, can really help diffuse that and and connect the people again, because particularly if it's authentic, then um, what we're what we're doing really is uh, actually seeing each other. And you know, we all want to be seen. We all want to to know that people are aware um, that we're we're here, you know, and we're here in front of them, and this is who we are and what we are, and so on. So we want to be seen. And a compliment can just be a way of seeing the other person and letting them know that. So it really doesn't have to be, you know, like the, <laughs> um, you know, this sort of, oh, aren't you, aren't, aren't you wonderful? And oh, I'm loving your hair and all that kind of stuff. And that doesn't sound particularly genuine, actually. So it doesn't have to be anything like that. It can be something really quite basic and simple and um you know i think there's the uh, there's a possibility that we you know we might mention this a wee bit later that I, I actually you can give a compliment without even using words you can give a compliment just by having some um uh, you know sort of eye to eye contact with someone now again a, a bit of an anecdote on my way in this morning because I hadn't had brekkie uh, I went into a supermarket on, on my way uh, to get some food and um, I've had a long term bugbear about a uh, customer service in supermarkets well I certainly didn't feel like that this morning because the chap that was at the, the tills, the, the, the staffed tills um, really made a, a, a 
pleasurable experience for me, even though, it, I mean, it was only, you know, 30 seconds a minute because it's got his language or whatever. But at the end of it, he gave me my receipt and he, he made eye contact with me and, and said, you know, and enjoy your day. And I said, oh, thank you, you know, and, and off I went with a big smile on my face, actually. It was, it was lovely. And he actually didn't need to... Um, you know, point out anything about me and and say something nice about it. He just made sure that I was aware that he saw me as a person, not just, you know, this vague silhouette in a queue. He gave me customer service by looking my direction and making that eye contact. And that was incredibly powerful, actually. Um, So, yes, it it will keep me using staff tools. Not that I wasn't anyway. (laughs) But learning how to receive a compliment is almost as important as learning how to give one. I think too often women in particular tend to deflect praise. And have you noticed yourself doing this maybe? Or have you noticed people around you doing that? Um, Have you noticed how some of the most generous and capable and well-liked people in your life are the ones who struggle to accept a compliment? If someone gives you a genuine compliment, remember that this is their gift and accept it graciously with a smile. It takes confidence to give a compliment. So don't devalue the gift by playing it down. Simply say, thank you, that's very nice of you to say, is enough. On a deeper level, learning how to accept a compliment with grace demonstrates self-confidence, which itself can contribute to a more positive life. Take a moment to think about the last time someone gave you a genuine compliment and how did you react? Did you accept their gift with grace? Perhaps you did. Or perhaps this is something that through self-awareness you can work on and, and maybe improve and it improves your confidence as well as the confidence of the giver. So I'm going to um, explore a little bit more about uh, how to give a compliment, particularly if your self-esteem is quite low and therefore you're finding it difficult to to pluck up the courage and the confidence to do so. Uh, But we'll talk a bit more about that uh, after more music. And what we go with? Junior, Mama used to say... Take your time, young man. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that was a nice uh, trip down memory lane there with Mama used to say by Junior Giscombe. So we're talking about uh, compliments uh, today on Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio and it's um, it's just past 10 to 2. So we've got a little less than 10 minutes left and there's a, a, a couple of things I'd like to include here. Uh, I mentioned that it, it's uh, useful to, to look at techniques for giving compliments and finding a way to give compliments, even when you yourself maybe are um, lacking in, in confidence uh, to do so. So here's some tips. Number one, choose unique words. People tend to overuse the same bland words when giving compliments and allow your message to stand out by choosing unique words you don't hear every day. So an example <laughs> might include your husband looks dapper or um, girlfriend's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, just be sure that your words are genuine. Otherwise, your compliment may come across as over the top and not sincere. Number two, customise your compliments. Tailor the compliment to the individual using inside jokes. Only the two of you will understand. For example, once you've learned those uh, kind of sign language manoeuvres, use them to give compliments to family members that only they will understand. They will feel special knowing that the compliments are designed just for them. Well, what if you find it difficult to actually use words to give a compliment? Well, you don't, you don't need to speak a compliment. Number three is give a written compliment. Not everyone feels comfortable sharing compliments in person, especially those who may suffer from social anxiety. Don't feel that you can't share your compliments if you're too nervous. Instead, take the time to send a handwritten note in a timely manner to the person you wish to compliment. I remember doing that when I, um, when I was growing up, writing a note to my aunt, telling how much I enjoyed their last visit or thanking them for their birthday wishes or whatever. Um, compliments offered in writing have just as much impact and often more. But even in these days where we, we generally don't handwrite anymore, we can compliment by text. Of course we can do this. Just keep them fairly short and avoid the use of text speak. Be aware that not everyone checks their phone regularly, so don't feel bad if you don't get a reply right away. Remember the golden rule of compliments. They aren't given to receive anything in return just to make the other person feel good. And finally, ask someone for help as a compliment. One of the easiest and most impactful ways to offer a compliment is to ask someone to help you do something. In essence, you're telling the person that you value their skills and abilities without having to directly tell them. Ask for an opinion, help with technology, or advice about a troubling situation the other person will be flattered that you thought to ask them. And a final word about this. If you live with social anxiety disorder, you may find it hard to offer compliments. Start small by giving a simple compliment to someone who you know well. Work your way up from there towards more challenging types of compliments. And over time, you will find that the act of giving compliments grows easier and more natural, and you're more comfortable to do so. Well, that was a whirlwind tour around um, compliments and uh, some of the barriers we have and some of the benefits of doing so. 
But it's time to go. I don't think we're going to squeeze in two bits of music, but uh, I'm I'm going to try. I think maybe I'll I'll kind of segue in the middle. Um, I, but before I do that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Do stay tuned. We've got Alan Stevenson coming up next with his um, usual amazing. Uh, brand of music and then a bit later on uh, this afternoon we've got uh, Frank Murphy with Hot Wax and we've got a whole day of good music so of course stay tuned to Cam Glenn Radio. I always want to thank Brenda for being here and, and actually for coming up with um, this topic in the first place so she's been a great BA today and uh, well we're going to go and have a chat over the next week or so and find out what we're going to cover next time. Uh, but until then, stay tuned to Cam Glen Radio. Tune back in to tell your story next Sunday um, when we'll have uh, something equally as interesting as we had today. And uh, yeah, I think the very final uh, track we will play is Robbie Williams with Strong. That seems fitting. Well, again, thanks very much for listening. Stay tuned for Alan. He's on his way to the into the studio right now. And um, I'll be listening. Uh, see you later.
Life's too shy to be afraid 